Welcome back to Amped Up, a podcast for well-grounded electricians and trade workers alike. My name is Colin Connolly, and you may also know me as Colin Does Electric on Instagram. And my name is Andrew Ubaldi, and you may also know me as Connecticut Sparky. All right, so check it out. We're back at episode two, uh, Amped Up, the podcast. We're still running through a bunch of uh, technical difficulties, but we're figuring it out. Um, we're going to jump right into uh, some tools and stuff like that and some pouches. I teased it a little bit on Instagram, but I wanted to talk about something that I've been really going at it with this week. It's the Mini Nico. And also, I want to talk about the Vessel Insulated Screwdriver, just the slotted tip. Uh, I have the Phillips too, but that's the one I've been using most most often. Um, yeah, when I first started getting into Diamondback, one of the few guys that I noticed used it quite a bit and is what's why I got sort of introduced to it was Andrew and was Haven Electrical was another guy. Uh, Yuri the Electrician, and you probably know him on Instagram. He's a big Diamondback guy. But I saw the Mini Nico specifically used by all you guys. I think Yuri, I think he uses the full-size Nico, which when I first started getting into looking for a Diamondback setup, the goal was to get something that was slimmer, uh, more uh, more compact, and a little bit more like agile, because at that time, we were working, doing a lot of work, we still do, but we were doing a lot of work at some of the granite sheds over here in Barrie, Vermont, <clears throat> and we were up on the catwalks, and we're going like up, we're on the cranes, and we're doing all this kind of, you know, kind of crazy stuff, and at that time, I had a occidental belt i'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with occidental leather but i had the electrician setup but it was still it was super bulky uh the suspenders are really bulky it's it's a great pouch great quality it's, i'm not saying anything bad but just for for me personally i needed something that was going to be a little tighter to the body a little more compact and i didn't need to carry every single screwdriver i had that's why i like the mini nico because you put you set up the three basic ones that you're going to use with a few extra things your linemans your you know your your dikes your side cutters your wire strippers and some extra bits it, it kind of forces you to um when you run the mini nico it forces you to really only carry what you need and then maybe a couple other things right which is good because then if you have yeah. a bigger pouch with more space you end up loading it up and you're like oh shit and then you're walking around with broken knees when i um yeah. So when I get into like a rush, especially like, cause you know, like I'm running work and stuff. So like when I get into like some rush where I'm like going left back and forth, I got to get this thing done. If I pull out a half inch ratchet and use it for something half the time, I'll throw it in my pouch yep. and then I'll move on to my next task. And so here I am wiring a terminal board with a half inch ratchet in my pocket. Right. And it, yeah, right. it's so. Yep. Yep. You need that to not pile up. Sometimes. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah, and then I just recently, I had, I have a, I had an even smaller setup on the other side, my non-dominant side. I had the Clavo when I first got my first setup. I recently kind of switched that up a bit. I did just like a slingshot with the double clip. And then I also did, well, now I'm doing the Mule 2.0, which is pretty awesome. Cause I, I needed something now that I was kind of like, going off to different drive. I needed something with a little bit more pouch storage. So, but yet again, they still have plenty of slimmer, smaller things that you can set up with your vest. Um, yeah. So I like, I like, I like my setup a lot. I, I get, I keep getting accessories that I don't need to just because they look cool. <laughs> so I got like, I'm starting to get like a little diamondback graveyard in the truck. Kind of like you mentioned, you got a diamondback. I, I have a drawer. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's the, my residential vest and then yep. there's my home carpentry belt. 
Yep. Which is a Mazo and a Loki. Oh yeah. Nice. And then I have, I actually have a full graveyard. Yeah. Like I have the GK. I don't even know if you were following Dimeback long enough to see this thing. No. The G the GK two. Oh man. This is so this is GK one. Right. This is one of the OG products and it's literally two gk ones and there's a tool slot back here and a clip and i think the idea was like tape measure chalk line um and i ran it for a while and there's a couple uh completely the cordless runs this but i get sentimental with things and even though i really like it there aren't too many of them left yeah it stays it stays in the basement oh yeah yeah that's cool i just got the gk one along with the prototype the prototype lives down here too because there's only two there aren't yeah. even three. Connor awesome. doesn't even have one. It's just me and Adam. Nice. We're the only ones of the prototype. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I just got the GK one. Well, the accessories are cool because, you know, I'm starting to get a graveyard, I guess, like I said, but it works out because, you know, I'm, we so often go from, you know, a granite shed to a, like, uh, a bank or like some other, yeah. like or sometimes a residential setting or our settings change so much because we're so diversified in the commercial work we do. So having all those different accessories that clip right on the pouch and, and the vest and everything is awesome. So that's why, I mean, yeah, that's. I think everyone knows that we're big fans of Diamondback anyways. Yeah. um dime back ambassadors right right exactly um, there you go but yeah i guess a good example that is i normally run a 701 vest with a mini nico and a loki right yep but i'm about to roll into a job for four months i'm going to be doing two things in this job one i have a 1600 amp service to put in nice i also have 400 strip fixtures to take down and replace with eight footers yep not excited but um (laughs) I don't need a lot of tools for that, but I need wire nuts and, you right. know, so I'm going to switch over to the. Oh yeah. Yep. I've been, I, is that, is that now that current model? Is that the one that's This is on? the same one you would buy. Same yeah. one. Okay. I've Cause I've been looking at that for a while. It, yeah. Yeah. It's. I've been um, looking at that for a long time, actually. It's a good, it's a good apron because. So there are aprons on the market that hold more tools. Mm-hmm. Um, there are aprons on the market that are smaller, but I haven't found an apron that holds tools and small bits. Right. Because it oh, does yeah. have, it's not going to show up well on the webcam, but it does have a four slot bit index and then the usual Diamondback like pencil pouch arrangement yep. along with two tool slots. Yeah. And then a a little clip here for like a tape measure and stuff, but I put one of those, uh, Oh, universal magnet. magnets yeah there you go yep yeah putting up a light fixture it's perfect right that's awesome yeah because when we started roughing in this job that we started a few months ago the the bigger job we started roughing it in and i, I was i wanted to get and it's, you know we're way past that point now but i wanted to get an apron that could hold staples just a couple hand tools and you know staples screws whatever and then you can run through and pull your wire and just rough in yeah. and i've been yeah so i think that's going to be on the list um, especially now that, you know, we, we got the whole ambassador perks. So I think I'm going to take advantage of that and go ahead and it's kind of motivating. Yeah. Right. Right. It's motivating. It's the sure. home, the home carpentry. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I don't, I don't really need that, right. but it, right. I got some shiplap to put up and doors yeah. to hang. So, yeah, I think the first episode of the podcast, I said, just, it was like a disclosure, just so everyone knows all these things I have before I get any hate. These are all things that I want. This is, has nothing to do with things that I need. None of this stuff. I barely need half of this stuff. It's all no. because I want it. 
Um, I can do it all with a flathead and a exactly and a right. I just choose not to. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, so the mini Nico this week, these last couple of weeks for me actually have been crucial because we've been uh, like if you heard last week's episode, we've been going in and out of multiple buildings. We've been dealing with all this flood damage. We've been dealing with this sort of you know this legitimate natural disaster that's been going on in Vermont. So having the vest and having everything tight and close and just having just what I need and being agile and being able to go from, we were down on Main Street going from building to building to building through their basements up to their first floor shops, you know, putting in temporary power, you know, bam, 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 knocking them out so that ServPro, PuroClean, all these other companies can come through with their freaking giant humidifiers, their fans, that they can come through, hook up to our power and do what they got to do. So having this nice tight system and the mini Nico having just what I needed made that super possible. If I had a bigger pouch on or tools in my pockets or whatever, it would have been a disaster. So it's definitely crucial for, for these types of uh, situations. And then also freaking, I finally got to break in the vessel insulated uh, screwdriver that they sent me a while ago. It's been sitting in the truck, but I haven't had the chance, but yeah, it's just a, it's just, you know, I think it's eight inches long. It's got the ball grip. Uh, slotted but we were going through and we're going through some apartments we're going through shops all over you know we had still a lot of live panels that we had to disconnect a lot of breakers from so when they were energized you know de-energized energized we weren't turning things on that didn't need to be turned on so we were disconnecting a lot of stuff from panels and having this thing super sleek just you know same thing real minimal minimal sleek and just efficient was able to just knock out things like boom 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 in a row so these two things definitely came in came in crucial these last couple of weeks. So just those ball it, grips are really nice. Yeah. And, and I haven't, I've, I, you know, I've picked it up and used it here and there, but I've never like really used it. So going through and using it like for a full week, I was like, wow, this thing feels so good in the hand. You know, it's quick. I'm not like, you know, it's not awkward in any way. So I think it's pretty sweet. I have their, um, a couple of their, um, battery powered ones too, that I use for plates yep. and stuff, which is kind of nice. So, so yeah, this thing came in handy. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. So yeah, that's what I kind of wanted to g- talk about uh, as far as tools went this week. And then I also just picked this this little bad boy up from Home Depot. I've been wanting to get a smaller pocket level for a while, and I was at Home Depot today, and I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna grab it. It has the uh, pitch lines, which I obviously aren't really necessary for me, but it was pretty oh, awesome. It will be. It will be. Yeah. You will. Yep. At some point, you'll run conduit. That, that heat last episode that heat treating facility I was doing all my conduits because I was inside the joists and inside the bar joists. I couldn't have a level rack. I had to follow. Oh yeah. Right. So we figured out that it was like an eighth per foot and yep. we've had to be plumbers and put our levels on it and yep. follow an eighth oh, right foot all the way down. You will. I don't know. I mean, Here you will go. at some point. You're right, going to be like, no. oh, wait, that's what these are for. Right. <laughs> it's good to have the option. You know, I guess, you know, if you need it, that's 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 a good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you got to follow the pitch. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you don't have a choice. If you're inside, right. below, right. sure, but inside, yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah, you're pretty much stuck with what they got going on. Awesome. So, yeah, that's that's what I got going on for tools this week. Um. And then you obviously you brought that apron, which I'm going to have to go ahead and probably order that tonight. Um, so as far as uh, your work week, I didn't quite follow along quite as much as I did the week before because I, I saw you posting a lot about, you know, being in the heat treat facility. But if you wanted to go ahead and chat about what you were dealing with this week. 
mostly this week, all I did was um, a lot of exits and emergency. I had two days at the heat treating facility. Um, right. I think I caught those two stories. Yeah, we ended up in a mess with stuck, literally rocking a hard place and trying to figure out how to, we either needed a two piece connector or take the whole thing apart, loosen right. up a hundred feet of stretch straps. And that's no one wants to do what that. we had to do. Yeah. We, and then we, we put our offsets together. We ended up with basically at two o'clock, we realized we put stuff together wrong. We didn't leave until six. Oh, um, so yeah, I was a bear, but um, <laughs> after that it was, pretty simple it was just service call stuff just nice yeah out changing exits and emergencies i just kind of sit there and build them for my apprentice and he puts them up and i i figured out i'm a bad apprentice that's what <laughs> I to speak. like he's like done you know he's like looking at me he's like hey got the light and i haven't plugged the battery in yet i haven't taken yeah. the plastic off of the lens i haven't done any of this stuff but i'd be like <laughs> what are you doing man you know i haven't yeah, done yeah. any of that yeah and yeah i, I use the tool like once or twice yep. two days thursday friday but yeah week was that sounds pretty good simple. right that's yeah, good it was, it was a it was a bit of a break and then yeah. long day saturday wire broken a pipe was a good time right so, yeah. yeah friday i, I friday it kind of normalized a little bit for us after we had gone through so much you know service emergency calls getting things running for people to continue to do their job and to help with all the remediation that's going to be going on and Montpelier was able to get back to our job site and just kind of like, oh, you know, big sigh of relief. Let's get a normal day going. Let's just put fixtures up and let's, you know, let's just, you know, continue to trim out the job devices, little things like that. We, it was a, a wicked change of pace, like literally from one day to the next. But it was nice to kind of like normalize a bit of what, you know, we, yeah. we, we had going on compared to what we were doing. Um, I had air conditioning got, Wednesday. That was There beautiful. you go. Yeah, and, and and not to mention this weekend the weather. You know, it, Friday was pretty brutal with the rain, but it cleared up. And then this weekend, finally getting some normal like summer weather. It's been warm, but it's like you know blue skies. You know, there's not freaking smog over us and just thunderstorms and rain. Like smoke, it was, thanks smoke, Canada. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Air quality, the freaking thunderstorms, the rain. So we finally, I feel like things kind of like normalized and the heavens opened up this week. Like, to, oh. the to the locusts. Right. Arrive. That's what, that's what one of my, that's what my, uh, the master electrician I work for said. He's like, oh, you know, next week I think I saw, uh, locusts are going to be in the weather report. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. Raining um, blood. <laughs> right. I'm curious to see because our plan is to continue the, at this job and start running our fire alarm devices and continuing to like, just can you know pick up where we left off in our normal schedule for this job but i'm curious after this weekend because you know they're obviously not stopping all the remediation you know down in the city so we'll see if monday tomorrow it turns out to be back to a little bit of craziness or continuing to help like, how do you like firearm i like it a lot um i got lucky because i know that a lot of companies don't do it but we do we do the full install we do inspections we do you know we can add or take really? devices. We do we do the whole deal. Um, the my other boss, you know, there's two bosses, two owners that I work for. Um, he does he does the whole thing. He's very good at it. He stays up on. Does it. he program? Yeah, he programs. We you know we oh, install right. the whole system. We do the addressable devices. You know, we do simple simple systems to like full building systems. So it's cool to to get that. 
um, under my belt too. That's that's just nice to have on, that's on the an resume. Awesome skill set to have because right. right. it can be tricky. Like I I've worked for companies where you run the wire but you don't install the devices. Right. This place is a bit of both. Um, we don't do any programming. Yep. But they'll do anything. Like right. they'll, you know, customer wants it one way or another, it's going to get done right the first time. It's a beautiful part about these guys, but right. Um, yeah, I haven't had the, uh, I've installed a little bit of it and I've learned about like, you know, a loop, you know, different loops and things. Right. But the SLC, the knack loops. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I did a whole control room and I was like stealing loops from here to here. To yeah. Yep. Relays to, turn right. argon on and off stuff like that but yep yep yeah i got lucky because right as i started to even get into this trade and learn the basics of just the basics of, of even residential wiring i was getting fire alarm thrown at me at the same time so it's kind of like that's really almost, awesome it's kind of becoming second nature uh i haven't done any of the programming or anything like that um, that's he does pretty much that but i'm hoping to eventually you know go full circle and get the whole get the whole gambit of it but I like it. It's a, it's a nice change of pace. We it's that's kind of like how we do it with security. We we pull all the security wires and lay up the conduit and all the data drops for the security companies and they come in and they do the security devices or whatever depending on what it, whoever's, you know, bid that job or whatever. Uh we could do the the whole thing. You know, we we could easily do it, but we just we usually choose not to. Um but yeah, so we're hoping to get back into a normal week this week, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Things are still looking pretty wild uh, down there in Montpelier. But, you know, like I said, the, the weather opened up and it, it definitely changed the vibe a lot for, I think, a lot, for a lot of us here who are feeling pretty freaking bleak for those last couple of weeks. But, but there's a huge thing right now on social media where everybody's like, yo, going to the trades. And right. It's because we're making it look so cool. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's it's being painted as sunshine and roses. Yeah, I came 100%. home on Saturday. I had a cocktail. I sat on my lawn and I put on noise canceling headphones and I tried to just focus on the instruments and the music. Right. I needed to shut my brain off. Yep. Like this is this is a great profession for the right person. Right. And I guess all I want to add to this is everybody always goes, how much money can you make in the trades? And they always share these salaries that are so out there. That right. It's like electricians making $170,000 a week or a year. Sorry, not a week. Yeah. Great. I'll do that. I'll, but, I'll, um, I'll go through any crawl that. space you have for that. Yeah, I'll do anything you want, but um, <laughs> I'll splice all day long. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but that's just not the reality of this. Like you can make right. a good living doing this. You can make a very good living, but don't go into this thinking that you're going to make $150,000 a year, that these are small select things. People say go to the union, but those are small unions. You know, I know a guy who made 63 and he's on Instagram. He owns his own company now, but he made 63 an hour when he left, mm. but that was in a very small union in Philadelphia. Right. And it just, <laughs> And it's it takes unrealistic. a long time, right? It takes a long time to get there. You know what I mean? It's not like even me. I'm like I'm literally a fourth year apprentice, and you know, it's not like I'm making tons of money. You know, it's an investment in yourself and an investment in your future for sure. And it's a great option, but and it takes time to get to that level. And it takes you have to be good. You have to really do it. Like, do you want to be uncomfortable? Like, do you right. like people <laughs> think this is like? Do they know what it's like to right. be 
I remember being a first year and I'd already been cold. I already knew, you know, from hiking and climbing, I already knew what it was like to be cold. But I remember the this one time when I was like, I think I've been doing it for a week and it was bone cold rough in the house. And I was like, oh my God. Right. I'm gonna, I said this last time with the heat, but I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be cold for eight hours. Right. Like this week, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be boiling hot for eight hours. Right. Like, if you've never been uncomfortable, you've never sat underneath a car for half a day and got oil all over yourself, like just know what you're walking into because this is not a right. white collar job and people exactly. suck. Yeah. And like I said, I, like I said, we make it look cool for sure on Instagram, yeah. but the reality of is it, the reality of it, it's, it's, it gets real brutal. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, it's, it's like you, you're going to be uncomfortable all day. You're going to be in a nat if you're doing a reno job, you're going to be in a nasty building house. You know, I've broken out in like hives and I've gotten like, I have wicked bad allergies anyways, but like I've gotten like, you know, allergic reactions to things in these old buildings. And we're, you know, we're on the East coast. So I guess we get that full, full spectrum of freaking cold days to freaking hot human days. I get maybe on the West coast. We get everything. Right. It's not, it's not tempered here. Right. It's a temperate climate. Yeah. (laughs) I guess maybe if you're on the West, you know, West coast, maybe you might, it might be a little bit easier, but I mean, weather wise, I'm not saying easy. Except for the rain. Right. Right. Yeah. And the wildfires. So, yeah. But, right. They have their own list of freaking. <laughs> they have their own list shit. of problems. Yeah. They, right. Right. It's, but when you watch, I guess what I would say is if you are looking at going into the trades and you're watching our podcast because you want to know what it's like to be an electrician, then you watch a video and somebody says, oh, go to college for 400 grand because, you know, there's apparently no cheaper way to go to college, even though there is. Right. But, right. And the guy goes, look at the salaries for the trades. One, is that his hourly rate? Two, does that include their benefits? And three, is it 40 hours a week? Because if right. you make 150 grand a year, but 80 before overtime, you don't make 150 grand a year. Right. Those right. are my, that's yeah. my, uh, that's what you got to think two, about. My two cents for anyone listening to this. Who wants yeah. To go and- this right. Is, I've, I've actually, I've had a lot like of being home. Yeah. I've had a lot of, um, I wouldn't say a lot, maybe a handful of younger guys, 18 year old guys hit me up on Instagram and be like, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And I'm like, great idea. But you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely like a noble thing to do, like a noble career choice. It's you, you feel good. You feel proud of yourself, but it's not easy. Um, I can't even speak for myself when I was 18. I, I don't know if I would have been able to, to, you know, to really want to get into it when I was younger. Granted, I came into it later in life and I, I was already kind of, you know, had my core self kind of Aren't built up. Were you a so. chef though? Yeah. Were you a chef? Yeah, but that's, that's a little, you know, that's, it gets rugged, but there's a lot, that's like a whole different lifestyle. That's like when I was younger, it's like, you know, you're working. Well, it's a great lifestyle when you're young. Yeah. You're, you you work your ass off, you sweat all day, but you get free food and then you party all night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the kind of job that you can go to the next day hungover and it's acceptable and it's normal. Um, you, I couldn't imagine going to wire a freaking 800 amp transfer switch hungover. <laughs> like, you know, I, yeah. I, so, I mean, it definitely, definitely 
pretty rugged both ways, but I think this trade is definitely a lot more humbling than, than no offense to any cooks who are listening to this, but I think this is a whole, I mean, it, I, I love it though. Like I'm the kind of person that loves that hard work. That's I love right. it too. I love right. the brutality of it, but I'm, yeah. the, I'm the guy where it's like, if I have to work somewhere miserable, like if you had to ask me if I'd rather work in that 103, 130 degree heat treating facility or a place that's a hundred, I choose the 130 because it's so miserable. It's comical. Yeah. You know, it's like, right. I'm not comparing it to this. I'm using this as an analogy, but it's like right. seal training. They dump you in the ocean. It's 52 degrees. Like you're miserable. It's so it's on a level of misery. That's just so high that you either are going to break from it or laugh. Right. And that's right. so which one are you? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. if I give you a miserable task, are you like, yeah, let's go crawl through the attic, or are you gonna cry? Right. Like, exactly. I, I embrace the suck. That's yeah. the motto yeah. of this business. Get exactly. ready to be itchy. I like how you brought that up. I like how you brought that up though. Like you've <laughs> got to just laugh about it because that's super that's so relative to what um me and my coworkers week was like. It was a fucking brutal. I we're in these gross basements that had just got flooded with like fuel. You know, piss and shit, whatever it's you want hilarious. to call it. And, like, and we're just so like, dirty. It's like, it what is going on in my life? So like, bad. <laughs> we get back in the truck and I can just tell he's miserable. And I feel, yeah. you know, I'm miserable, but I can tell he's so like, fuck this, this sucks. Like, you know, questioning <laughs> everything. And I'm just like, you know what, dude? And I start cracking jokes and I start getting silly. I'm like, all we can do is just fucking laugh, dude. There's yeah. stories. It's, you know, I was like, I always like to say, like, oh, you know, in 30 years, we're like, oh, remember that time we were in that fucking piss and shit basement and fucking blah, blah. But yeah, you, that's a great point. You got to laugh. You got to like, look at the comical aspect of it. It's like, this is insane. And it, you know, it's, it's a great story and it's, it's good an experience. Awesome story. Right. And, and then the, who, um, good way to put it is you remember the vacation you went on when everything went wrong. Exactly. When you sat at the airport for two yep. days and you're, you know, your you, one year old threw up all over you. <laughs> you remember ever? you remember the, <laughs> yeah, on the plane, Do you remember the, on the plane. Do you remember that? Do you remember the time that you went on that roller coaster? No, you don't. Right. Exactly. You don't remember the roller coaster. You remember the one year old throwing up on you and now exactly. it's funny. Yeah. But if exactly. you don't have that mentality, you want to be low as me. This is, and I definitely could get like that. I'm 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 far from perfect. Trust me. Uh, I think that should be obvious. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, you got to roll with the punches. Right. You got to laugh. You got to get in the truck at the end of the day and just like, just laugh about how ridiculous the bullshit you had to deal with all week was. Yeah, and then you can you can go home every day appreciating the fact that you probably get to one. There's someone like on a crab boat experiencing something on a level of misery you can't even imagine. <laughs> and right. two, you're experiencing a level of misery that a lot of other people can't even imagine. Right. Like, and then, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's a good, I like this. So this is, this is going to be a lot of good clips. This is a good topic for this week. And I think yeah, anyone who's, definitely. I think anyone who's thinking about getting in the trades or any of the younger guys that follow us, I think they should definitely follow along because they're going to get a lot of firsthand experience of what it's like for residential, commercial, and we're going to give it all to you guys. Um, so yeah, like yeah. So I think I think I think the trades are a great option, but I don't think it's you know all big salaries. It's not what it's being painted to be, right? I don't think it's all big salaries, big fancy trucks 
expensive tools, clean tools, you know, you're going to get dirty. It's going to be hard, but you know what I mean? I think it's, it's, it's not for everybody, but I think everyone should try it. If you've already been a country boy, you're going to be just fine. Right. If you're a bit like me and you weren't, it's going to be a little bit rougher. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So I think that's going to be a great ending to this episode. Our second episode of Amped Up. Make sure you're rating it, reviewing it, downloading it, subscribing it, whatever you can do. Share it with your friends. Throw it on in the truck on the ride home. That tell your you, grandma. Tell your grandma. I bet she's going to love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everybody needs to uh, definitely keep an eye out because this podcast is going to be awesome. It's only going to get better. Um, so we'll come back at you guys next week with another episode. We're going to continue to work on all the technical difficult i swear we're good at this i swear we're electricians and we're good at figuring out this isn't our fourth try (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah stay tuned and i think you're gonna like it have a good one